Hey, Armin here. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. We cover training, nutrition, supplementation strategies, and a whole lot more. So stand by. Hey, and welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. Hey, and I'm Frank Mills. And today we've got another great show for you. Uh, Armin has put a lot of work into this show, as he always does. But, you know, we got a question for you. Have you ever done cluster sets? Do you know what they are? We're going to talk about that today. And what can happen from having too much caffeine? I've had a little bit too much this morning, so you're seeing some of the effects right now. Anyway, I get a little hyper. But that's what happens. Uh, also, if you drink too much, Armin, ugh, you get that coffee feeling, oh. right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk about all that. But uh, it's a rainy day in Tampa Bay, and we're ready to get this show started. So back to the question, Armin. You know, have you ever done cluster sets? Uh, it's a pretty interesting topic to me. I've heard a lot of clusters. I've heard of a lot of different kind of clusters, but not cluster sets. So yeah. let's start with cluster set. What is it? All right. So what I've learned and been experimenting with is it's multiple of typically three sets, sometimes more, uh, where you're going to either a set rep scheme. Mm -hmm. What I like to do, I go to failure. And then you only take between a 15 to 20 second or 15 to 20 count break. Okay. And then you, you go again using the same weights. So you pick a, a particular weight. And you keep going with it for those three or more sets. Uh, to, like what I do is to failure, but there's there's other versions of it. So, for okay. example, um, you know, some people will want to do like you try to do six six reps or twelve reps or eight reps, that kind of thing, or like mm -hmm. three sets of three reps, uh, that kind of stuff. So, but what you got to keep in mind is is how it affects you. And mm -hmm. I really like them. I've been doing them. And so, and this is kind of similar to what Vince Garano would do with the eight by eight and the six by six. Uh, but you use these a little bit differently as far as strategy wise um, mm -hmm. or, you know, different muscle groups. So, well, you talked about strategy. So you got me a little curious here. So what would be the purpose of doing a cluster set instead of like maybe some of the normal routines or other routines that other people do? So what happens when you do a cluster set? You're gonna, you know, increase your intensity level because mm -hmm. you have a very short break. And so again, a 15 to 20 count, and then you got to go again. And so, you know, the muscles are obviously gonna fatigue as you keep going. And so, mm -hmm. like with me, I go to failure. So I may get 10 or 12 reps in the first one, uh, and you're gonna pick up pretty heavy weight. Right. So, and right. again, it depends on you know. We'll talk more about different strategies on that. But you pick the weight. And you go to failure, then you take that break, and then you go again. So your heart rate stays up. But also, as you're doing this, you're pushing a lot of blood to that area that you're training. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's one of the uh, other uh, benefits of it. So this is going to help stimulate more muscle fiber. It's going to help expand the fascia and the capillaries by pushing so much blood to it. I mean, I don't think this is anything new for anybody. It's just that right. um, if you're not using them, it's a great strategy to kind of change things up and increase your intensity. So the intensity level is what I really liked about it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Well, 
What about some examples? Can you give us some examples of a cluster set? Yeah, so like one of them that I like to do is doing dumbbell presses for my chest. And so, you know, again, I'd pick a weight that I could probably get 10 to 12 reps with. So it's got to be, you know, I want to go pretty heavy because uh, that's mm -hmm. another thing that you're trying to do here. And then, you know, I'll get as many reps as I can. So whatever, whatever that ends up being, then I set the weight back down and I do my count. You can also use a timer, you know, the, whatever's the easiest for right. you. Okay. And, and then as soon as I hit that mark, even though I'm not ready, I go again to see how many I can get. And generally I keep going until I can't get, you know, minimum of six or more reps is what I like to do. Because mm -hmm. I feel like if I can get six or more reps, I, I got enough time under tension with all three sets to really stimulate a lot of muscle fiber uh, and to, you know, again, push a lot of blood into the muscle. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and this is pretty intense. So as you're doing it, you, know, you got to figure out how am I going to get these reps up? So, but again, I typically do it for like three, three different rounds. Mm -hmm. So then I'm pretty, pretty taxed at that point. Cause generally when you do it that way, you're not going to get, um, you know, all the reps. Now, if for some reason I didn't get, the minimum six reps that I wanted on that right. last set, then I'll put the weight down and do like a five or 10 count and then try to squeeze out whatever reps I didn't get. So I get it. So I get that minimum six. So that's kind of how I like to use cluster sets. So okay. a, another example would be for legs. Okay. So again, I like to use it for something heavy that I can push myself with, but also it's pretty safe. So I like to do it with a leg press or leg extension for that matter. If you want to do some isolation ones, Mm -hmm. But you, know, you load up that leg press with, again, you know, heavy weight. So I'll try to do 12 reps or so is, is what I want to try to maintain. Um, and again, that can vary from person to person. Right. But then you right. rest for 15 count and go again until you get all three rounds done. And I actually did it yesterday. And, you know, my quads are just like, whew. but, you know, I was using heavy weight and I had to really work hard to get, get the minimum reps I wanted. So for me, I like to do 20 to 12 reps for my legs. And so I, obviously the first set, I got, you know, like 18 and the second right. set, I barely got 12. And then the third set, I had to squeeze out 12 and mm -hmm. you know, I got it, but then I was pretty much toast at the end in that example. <laughs> so I'm kind of curious, what about your uh, actual timing or the sequence or uh, a type of account scheme do you use? Is it as fast as you can, or do you have, a certain type of a technique that you use when you do a cluster set? Well, you know, as far as the strategy behind it, you know, there's, there's a lot of ways you can approach it. So okay. I don't like doing a cluster set in the beginning because I'm just training the muscle and, you know, and training it hard, mm -hmm. uh, but it's a great way to finish up, you know, a body part to really maximize blood flow. And so, you know, I like to do them sometimes in the middle or sometimes at the end. I don't really like doing it in the beginning, um, but that's just, that's my personal preference. I mean, you can do them however. The reason I don't like mm -hmm. doing it in the beginning is because I get so fatigued that, you know, I think it's going to affect what else I'm going to do in the workout. So again, I, I, I like to use them at, at either in the middle or at the end, just to make sure I knocked it out of the park with the, the stimulating muscle fiber. So that's one of the things I, I, I do. Well, you just brought up the beginning and the middle and the end. Uh, do you have a strategy that you use or maybe that you can kind of recommend of trying to train a muscle group? All right. So you know, this strategy can work for a lot of different movements. So you have okay. to determine, okay, is it going to 
you know, am I going to use this for compound movements or am I going to use it for isolation movements? And you can use it for either one. Again, you're going to you're going to use a good solid weight, a, you know, a heavy weight, a max weight, and then push it. So, but what I like to do with the strategy part of it is I like to use this for the muscle groups that I'm struggling with. Right. You know. Right. So if I want to work my chest more, uh, the overall chest, then I'll, that's why I do dumbbell presses. But there's nothing wrong with doing the same thing with pec deck or flies, you know, mm -hmm. to really isolate and really fatigue at the very end to really, you know, get as much blood flow in that area. So it's a, it's a matter of preference. Um, but, you know, as examples, you know, for me, I like to do them with a lot of compound movements. So like heavy dumbbell presses uh, for chest. Mm -hmm. And again, you can do, you know, incline dumbbell presses as well, which I've done those or machine presses, you know, all those will work. Uh, if you're doing row and lap movements, um, mm -hmm. you know, those are really good for your back. Uh, to do these kind of clusters uh, and then mm -hmm. it really jacks up your heart rate on those on the back movements uh quads obviously you know <laughs> leg presses hack squat even squats and leg extensions but you know you want to make sure that if you're going to hit the wall and you have safety built in so that's mm -hmm. why i like using machines uh, most of the time for these type of movements um hamstrings you can do lying or seated leg curl movements um to, to again those would be like lying leg curl or even seated leg curl um you know lunges could be a little more challenging because yeah. you know, you're you're getting out of breath so bad but mm -hmm. i think it's great for those obviously for calves you know that is what it is you're just going to keep pushing blood into the calf so that's kind of how i'm approaching it right now and uh, you know i like to experiment with it um and then trying different movements to see how much fatigue i really get and make mm -hmm. sure i'm not I'm trying to make sure I'm fatiguing the area that I want to get the most blood flow to. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So is this something that you use for all exercises, Armin, or, you know, are there certain select exercises that you target? Yeah, you really don't, you don't want to use it for all exercises because okay. uh, you're, you're going to get probably overwhelmed because uh, it, it's a lot of, it increases your intensity. So your focus also is going to diminish as you fatigue because mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's not easy to do. But it does allow you to do maybe one or two exercises um, with it versus, and maybe you could do a, a compound type of exercise like presses and then an isolation exercise movement like pec deck or cable fly, something like that. There's nothing wrong with that because you're only doing three three rounds. Um, but the thing is, it's so intense and it jacks up your heart rate so much that, you know, you just got to kind of hang in there. So, and I think it, like what Vince found that as well when he was doing the eight by eight, the six by six, and those very short rest periods, mm -hmm. very effective. But you know, back in those days, they only had a you know a certain amount of exercises that they would use anyways. So right. that's why the eight by eight and six by six, I think, was really a great program at that point. But now you have so many different movements that this can allow you to kind of experiment with those movements, but not every single you, you know, you're not gonna do it every single workout. You just kind of pick it on an area that you want to really want to focus on and see you. You know, how much stimulation you can get now what you'll learn is the soreness is pretty good i mean you're gonna be like <laughs> you know the next mm -hmm. day so but that's good and typically that's good news that means you've really done a lot to stimulate uh, the fibers you're looking to stimulate okay all right so i'm kind of curious um after doing this exactly what did you notice from you doing your cluster sets uh, and maybe what kind of effects did things happen to you after you doing them 
Well, it's really a unique how it works. You know, first thing you're going to get, you're going to get increased pump in the muscle. Okay. Mm -hmm. But then you, when you get this intense pump like this, you start feeling other muscles that you may not have noticed before, which that was something I found pretty interesting, especially like leg presses as the quads are really fatiguing other parts of the muscle, the leg muscles start activating to help take the pressure off. So that was pretty cool. Uh, you're going to obviously get a jacked heart rate because you got, you got very little time to let your heart rate come down. Uh, and then you do get uh, pretty much extreme fatigue uh, mentally and physically, depending on how hard you go. So you'll need a little more recovery time before you go to another exercise. So mm-hmm. That's another reason why I like to do it maybe at the end or you know, no, no sooner than in the middle of a workout because you need a little time for that recovery after you do that particular exercise. Okay, so for somebody who's never done a cluster set, and let's say they want to implement this into their workout routine, um, you know, how would you suggest for someone to implement this into their new, uh, well, into their new workout plan or into a workout plan that they're currently doing? Well, I'll be like the same thing I did for myself is, you know, as I, you know, learned about it, I was like, you know, let me just try this out. So I just picked one particular mm-hmm. exercise and I, you know, went an exercise again because I'm doing something different. I thought, well, let me just focus on, on a weaker muscle group. And I just tried to execute it as best I could and I could tell the difference. And so, um, you know, when you do it, I think you should make some notes or if you have an app, put some notes in your app, you know, mm-hmm. you know I like, I, that both of them are going to be effective, but then it gives you some feedback. So when you do it again, the curious part is, is are you getting stronger? Right. You get more, where you can get more reps. And then if you get more reps and obviously you can push it up to another level because mm-hmm. it's just three, it's just three sets, you know, eight by eight, when you start adding, you start moving up and, and the weight uh, is not easy to do because eight by eight is so taxing that, you know, when you get to the end, it's like you can barely get it done. So to add more weight at some point, it's going to take you a lot longer, but it mm-hmm. does have a great effect. So this, this allows you to kind of adjust things, I think, a little quicker. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, this is to kind of see how you're improving. So gotcha. and the other thing is, is because it's different, you, you're mentally, you're not dreading it. Like some exercises, you kind of dread them because you've done them so much. You're like, ah, I don't right. want to do that exercise. Your know, lunges, I dread lunges. I don't like them. Okay. But <laughs> they're effective exercise so you, mm-hmm. you really don't want to eliminate it but you want it whatever you're going to do you got to you want you want to change it up so you have a little bit fresher approach to doing it so that's what i like so you've obviously been doing this for a while um you know quite quite a, a while you've done a lot of different exercise yeah. a lot of yeah. different training but kind of curious what are the benefits long-term benefits from trying to implement this strategy well, from my experience, my opinion, um, you know, you're going to see some ex- increased strength, which is good news. And I think it helps the muscle density because you're using a heavy weight. And so that really make you know, this stimulates more muscle fiber. So it's going to help thicker because you're going to stimulate more white or fast twitch muscle fiber, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So that helps with the muscle thickness and muscle density. And again, it's going to happen over time. But that's why you want to kind of track it to see, you know, how things change. You know, obviously look in the mirror, you can tell as well, but um, that's kind of what, how I, I've kind of understood it and I really like doing it. So, um, but I would encourage you to at least try it, see what you think, but I think it's a very effective way to change things up uh, and also just challenge yourself to see what you can actually do. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. So as we wrap up, any added information that you'd like to finish with, Armin? Yeah. So, you know, again, just start with something simple um, and that way you can learn the implementation of it. Uh, keep and then keep playing with other exercises as you start learning how it works to see how it stimulates. Because uh, like anything, you have to experiment with it to see how how you'll respond to it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, everybody I've used it with, uh, and plus myself, the response is, you know, oh, wow, that's, that's a game changer. Uh, again, that doesn't mean it's going to be the same response every time you do it, okay? Right, it's a nice right. way to plug, plug, thing, plug some new intensity in and challenge yourself with some really heavy weight, obviously good form so you don't do anything to injure yourself and really max, you know, max out what your workout's gonna be. And then, you know, obviously it makes your recovery's good because it does, it does affect your recovery. So, I mean, my quads today are just like, uh, I'm a little, <laughs> little tired. <laughs> well, a lot of great information on cluster sets. Uh, appreciate you sharing that with us. And, you know, now we're gonna share a little bit with you. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm gonna highly recommend NSP's milk and egg protein shake um i think their protein powder is probably the best i've ever tasted you know we've talked about it before but uh, i'll tell you what if you haven't tried it i highly encourage you to try it uh, what they have chocolate and vanilla and a cherry almond flavors right armin mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 really good protein powder you know it, it's a premium protein powder too it's not going to be a cheaper way but it's a high quality and You'll notice it when you take it, how it mm -hmm. fills you up totally differently and then how you respond to it. So just that's why I, that's why I like it. Absolutely. So go to nspnutrition.com and check it out. But right now, stand by for a quick word from NSP Nutrition. And Armin and I will be right back. Welcome back to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Echelbarger. And I'm Frank Mills. And, you know, we're going to talk about what can happen when you have too much caffeine. And I think I had a little too much this morning, as I said earlier. <laughs> you know, I get a little jittery. Uh, you break out in a little bit of a sweat. You know, that that's what happens to me. And then, you know, if you don't eat something, uh, you get that coffee terrible feeling in your stomach so I, I don't know if that's a part of it but you know i'm kind of curious so this is pretty interesting to me armin so what made you think of this topic about uh, having too much caffeine well i i like caffeine as well just like mm -hmm. everybody else and it comes in different forms it doesn't have to be coffee i mean there's a lot of different forms of it that's out there mm -hmm. but it it is everywhere because caffeine works you drink caffeine you have an immediate response. So that's yes. why people like it. So it's one of those supplements or one of those food sources that you can tell right away, hey, this stuff works. So it gives you good feedback. Okay. But like anything, because it does that, you kind of keep going back to it because you like like the way it made you feel initially. So mm -hmm. what you need to understand is there is a point of diminishing returns. And that's what we want to kind of talk about because I love caffeine too. Well, if you see the guys in law enforcement, uh, I work for a staffing company. There's a lot of instances where you've got to keep going and you need energy. And 
you know, at the staffing office I worked in, people were drinking coffee all day. Oh, yeah. Before lunch, after lunch, three o'clock, you know, was a hot time around the coffee pot because people were, you know, running out of energy. So they had to get some more in them. Um, Right. that that leads me to this. I'm kind of curious. Is there a recommended amount of caffeine that you should have in a day? Well, there is. You know, obviously, the the government gets involved with this stuff too. So the Food mm-hmm. and Drug Administration basically states that you know keep it under 400 milligrams a, a day, which is basically breaks down to four cups of regular coffee as as a guideline. But I mean, you you really want to read labels if you're using other sources of food. But that's supposed to be four milligrams or less can be considered healthy for you know, healthy adults. So, all right. Well, then I'm in big trouble because <laughs> uh, I, I I have the four cups in the morning. So mm-hmm. you know I have to admit in the afternoon I'm ready for some more if I'm starting to feel a little bit lethargic or a little tired. But yeah. let's talk about what what you feel. Because I brought up a couple of things. You feel like a nervousness, maybe some anxiety. Uh, of course, you're going to get an elevated heart rate. You're going to break out in some sweats, right? But, uh, you know, is this the things that everybody experiences? Is that what you experience? Well, see, that's another reason why I wanted to talk about it. Because, you know, everybody has a different tolerance to caffeine. Mm-hmm. And I have... a and you probably as well have a high tolerance for caffeine. Mm-hmm. So, but some people, they really uh, get affected by caffeine. So, and if you're one of those type of people, you know, you obviously need to be really careful because your body really responds to it versus, you know, when I have caffeine, I respond to it. You know, the first couple of cups are like, okay, I'm awake. I mean, I feel good. But then you keep going back, you get some more because you want to keep that good energy feeling coming up. And, uh, you know, that's where things start. The body's like going, you know, we got a lot of it now. So right, we right. To figure out, okay, what are we going to do? So the thing is, is with this stuff, it's going to vary from person to person. But if you do have a high tolerance, that's something else you need to make sure, even though you have a high tolerance, uh, there's not a lot of benefits by taking a lot more of it. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to kind of touch on here. Well, you helped me combat not having as much caffeine, and I'm sure we'll talk about that later in the show, but let's talk about the effects of caffeine. What about long-term? Is there long-term effects for having too much caffeine? So this is what I'm learning by working with a lot of the clients I work with, okay? Mm -hmm. And so when I have all these lab works, this lab work done with each client, certain things come up and so we're trying to figure out okay well what's causing this to be elevated and so like one of them that i just i learned about a while back is you know for males your sex binding hormone globulins can be affected by high caffeine intake and so what that does it increases your sex binding hormone globulins for whatever reason it, mm-hmm. this is what some of the science some of the studies are saying so when that happens, that affects your free testosterone. So that affects your energy. So that's one thing I've learned that was like, wow. And so then you have to do supplements to bring this expanding hormone globulins down. But if you don't change your, your caffeine intake, you're still not going to make any progress. So I, and I got right. one particular client that it's been a struggle. So then we had, may even have to go on a, he may have to go on a prescription for a while just to get that expanding hormone globulins back under control. Wow. So it was, it was okay. a real eye opener on that. Another one is, you know, kidney function. 
uh, it can help. It, it can affect your kidneys because you know you're gonna yep. typically urinate more because of the way caffeine stimulates the system. But it can also give you kidney stones. So that's something else you want to keep in mind, and especially if you get kidney stones and you got to watch your coffee intake. Um, the other one that, that I really was amazed by is with research and, and learning more is it can affect your insulin sensitivity. So hmm. if you drink a lot of coffee throughout the, or caffeine throughout the day, that's going to cause your insulin to stay more elevated. And that's what can cause you to start becoming, you know, insulin resistant. Gotcha. This is another eye opener. And I got another client that fits this to the club that they drink. They're probably, they're probably, they're probably taking in about a thousand milligrams a day. And his, his glucose readings keep coming up. And even though he's doing other things that shouldn't, that shouldn't happen, it mm -hmm. could be the coffee. It could be the caffeine that he's taking in. So what we're going to do, we're going to work on getting him to cut it back, which is he's not happy about. But at the same time, we'll see if it makes a difference. But that's what some of the studies are showing, that you're going to have um, you know, higher glucose readings because of too much caffeine. I kind of believe it because when you look at what people eat, and you know, eating a lot of processed food, but then they're having all this caffeine throughout the day with energy drinks and stuff like that. I, right. I kind of believe right. it. So and then the other thing is you, know, you can get insomnia, you don't sleep well, you get irritable. You know, who doesn't get irritable? Uh, that's another factor. It doesn't help. Mm -hmm. and you, can get, you get headaches um, and obviously the increased blood pressure, anxiety, and then the digestive issues. But that's mostly coming from not so much the caffeine as it is like the acidity of coffee. Uh, that'll start to affect your digestive system. And that's nothing I had to kind of deal with is affecting it. So I, I can't have any coffee uh, after 12. If I do, it'll start to irritate my stomach for that. And then mm -hmm. lastly, you know, when you, like anything, when you do the caffeine, after a while, you, you have that fatigue that kicks in. That's why you want to go back and get more. So it does cause you to have a little bit more fatigue once it drops down uh, as well. So. <laughs> Well, and, and that's why a lot of places like Starbucks and these energy drinks that are out are making so much money because people are craving the caffeine to keep, you know, motivated during work or, you know, to get an well, energy bunch, right? Well, it's just like people that sell sex. I mean, you know, people like it. So yeah. you know, it doesn't, doesn't take a lot to get their attention because they can tell the difference right away. <laughs> that's right. So, yeah. That's right. So you're, you're just taking advantage of, you know, the, the, what, what you feel from it. And then the companies are like, oh yeah, well, we're going to keep, you know, the food companies keep selling processed food because it's cheap and expensive and people keep buying it and they, yep. make, they flavor yep. it up. So there you go. It's not money making opportunity. Well, when you go by Starbucks, there's always somebody there, you know, they're always getting coffee no matter what time. So, oh, yeah. you know, it does work now. Let's talk about other forms. We've talked a lot about coffee, but caffeine is in a lot of different things that we are eating and drinking, right? Yeah. So you, you really need to read the labels of anything you're taking. It's man-made. Okay. So now obviously with coffee, you're going to build, you know, what, what the you can look at it pretty easily, but if you're going to buy something that does have caffeine in it, or you're not aware of it, read the label, make sure you know it has caffeine in it. So that you mm -hmm. understand how much you're taking in because, you know, you have all these different energy drinks and they all have caffeine. You have all these different fat burners. They all have caffeine because caffeine has shown to increase you know, blood flow, which helps you know, potentially helps them increase some fat burning or energy expenditure. You know, there's mm -hmm. that, but that, that's the thing is, you know, it's, it's going to do those things. 
So right. my, my point here is, re, is regarding people drinking all the energy drinks and the post-workout and the pre-workout and all these other you know, fat-burning supplements. Read your labels so you know what you're putting in your system so that you're not overdoing it. Because you know, exercise will help neutralize caffeine. That's a good thing. But if you're still getting too much after your exercise, you're you're not gonna you're not helping yourself. And right. That, and that's where right. we have that's where we have issues with it. <laughs> well, we all well, I, I don't want to say we all, but a lot of us do like caffeine, like oh, our yeah. coffee and other things, uh, either during the day or later in the afternoon. But you know, any other thoughts or suggestions you have to wrap up the segment, Armin? Yeah, and so in my opinion, if you start having some health problems, you know, like elevated glucose readings, trouble sleeping, uh, you know, lacking your energy, uh, poor kidney functions, say your kidney right, right. Or, or kidney stones, you know, kidney function, you can, if you have lab work done, it'll show if, if your kidneys are getting overtaxed. But, you know, kidney stones and digestive issues, um, then take a look at your caffeine cons- consumption. And if you're over 400 milligrams, then okay, well, what can I do to cut it back? I mean, mm-hmm. 400 milligrams isn't bad. I mean, it's four cups of coffee or, you know, maybe two, two cups of coffee and three espressos, you know, different ways you could look at it or one energy drink and two cups of coffee. You know, energy drinks will vary from 200 to 300 milligrams of caffeine. Mm-hmm. You know, your, pre, your pre-workouts and your post-workouts, they, got, they can have pretty high caffeine as well. And so that's why you want to, Make sure you're doing the math. Uh, it's all I'm saying is you can't keep doing that particular habit ongoing without something starting to affect you. So that's kind of what we want to get at here. Monitor your caffeine intake and then see how much better you feel. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially with energy drinks, you know, uh, on Reality Fitness, we did a show just about energy drinks, and there's so many of them out there too that are not good for you. Um mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, you know, Armin, you've kind of experimented and done a lot of work with energy drinks too. Uh, Have you found any of the energy drinks that you think are a good option? Um, let's say in the afternoon, instead of having coffee, if you're looking for energy, are there any quality energy drinks that you can recommend or no? Well, the ones that I kind of use for myself would be, uh, you know, the sugar-free energy drinks first and foremost. So mm-hmm. uh, I like, I like Celsius. Uh, I like that one. It's 200 milligrams and they have a good amount of electrolytes in it and some B vitamins and taurine mm-hmm. and other, other components, which I think are good for you. Uh, especially before I do a, a workout, but you know, okay. now that I'm training in the morning, I don't hardly have that very often because I'm just using coffee because I'm training gotcha. in the morning and I don't feel like doing the Celsius drink, but that was one of them I like to use. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have others now, if you're, if you're a Red Bull fan, just understand that there's aspartame is the sweetener in Red Bull. So you may want to re- do some research on that because, of, you know, right. aspartame has a lot of negativity about it. And, you know, there, there's science saying it doesn't bother you. The science says it does. So you right. make your own decision. I forego the Red Bull drinks because of the aspartame. Now, if I'm going to drink some alcohol, then I don't really worry about it because when I drink alcohol, it neutralizes the aspartame. Mm-hmm. So aspartame is basically two amino acids that are um, basically put together and hold together by wood alcohol. That's why it's, it has a negative connotation. But at the end of the day, it's a very, very small amount. So that's why you have the argument saying it's not a big deal. 
But if you look at how much right. people consume like Coca-Cola, Diet Coke, and these other drinks that have aspartame as a sweetener, they consume a lot of it. So I mm-hmm. think it still has an effect. And it's not doing anything for you, so why take it? So that's kind of how I look right. at stuff. It's also quite popular. A lot of the mixed drinks now, they're using Red Bull to go with the alcohol. Uh, and yeah. a lot of... of a lot of people have asked for that because they want the the energy so they don't get tired. Yeah. But uh, you know, hey, you know, I, 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 I guess I get it. You know, it's just uh, you know, it's something like anything else. You got to be cautious and careful on what you put in your body. That and keep it in moderation. So mm-hmm. everybody has a different level of moderation. But again, figure out what works for you so that you have long term benefits from it versus. Uh, long-term issues from it because when you have to you start doing this habit of using these things Mm -hmm. that's where you start having problems because then you have to change what you were doing and there's there's always reluctance when you go through that because you're kind of kind of used to doing it that way so then you got to change everything and then you're that's Mm -hmm. it's kind of frustrating or irritating like the one client i have he's got to cut his caffeine back he has eight cups of coffee a day i'm like dude you need to cut this back yeah it's it's causing your problems he's like gee I mean, he's like really disappointed with the news. Mm-hmm. It's like, so let's look at some other things you can do to keep your energy up, but at the same time, cut your caffeine back. So anyway. <laughs> well, and, and and that's a part that I was going to allude to is your nutrition is good. You stay hydrated. Your supplementation yeah. is good. Then all of a sudden you might not need that coffee as much as you thought you needed, right? Yeah. I mean, again, You'll have to make adjustments, but yeah, if you're doing right. things to give you good energy, then uh, yeah, yeah, you, you'll feel good. And you'll be able to get things done the way you want to get them done. It won't be a crutch saying I got to have my caffeine, otherwise I can't right. function. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, Armin, as usual, a lot of great information, and we appreciate it very much. Uh, no problem. I really look forward to doing this show every week, and could use some new ideas from you guys out there, guys and gals, and whoever's listening, uh, so we can keep getting you content that you're interested in. So feel free to make a notation there or make a comment uh, so we can check it out. We look forward to it. And if you do have a comment or question for the show, you can either comment in the YouTube channel underneath the show, or you can email NSP nutrition. And the easiest way to do that is the email is support at nspnutrition.com. We'll get that either question or comment, or if you have a topic for the show, hey, please send it over. We uh, are relying on you for the content, and we look forward to hearing from you. And Arm and I appreciate your support very much. We appreciate you joining us, and check back next week for a brand new NSP Nutrition Show. Hey, thanks for checking out the NSP show. Go to nspnutrition.com where you can find a whole heap of resources to help you achieve stunning definition and eye-popping levels of muscularity. Don't forget you can save 10% on your first order by using the code NSP show at the checkout. Catch you next time.